three dads talking about anime it feels like it's been so long but we know for you guys it's just been another week we're so excited you're back uh i'm chest aka chest who else is here with me this evening i'm Cole, and i'm ben yes they are ladies and gentlemen yes they are they really are they really are <laughs> man it feels like it's been a while <laughs> since we've chatted about moriarty but in general mm-hmm. right to be honest to be honest yeah so how how have y'all been we did take a week break everybody because there was a major holiday we'll let you guess which one uh that happened in the u.s so we we took the week off uh it falls on the last thursday of a month and so we we just skipped that week so if you can figure it out from there it's pretty difficult um you know it's been a couple it's been a, two weeks since we chatted He's right. Yep. Yeah. Y'all, y'all doing good? <laughs> oh, guess who I got to see on uh, the day after Thanksgiving? Who? Our very own Johnny Brandenburg. Hmm. Oh, my. How is that son of a gun? Oh, he's just fantastic. Uh, how's his, how's his new, new parent life going? It's, it's going well. It's going well. It is going well for him <laughs> and the family. <laughs> I feel like that was one too many. It's going well, so it must not be going well. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's just family, and we don't have to spend, you know, a ton of. I I think uh, there's just challenges, you know. Um, there's always challenges. Yeah. And Mary is just starting. She's finally done with school, and so she's doing nursing full time, and so a lot of hours there, and it's kind of op. So. They, they have a busy world right now, um, yeah. but they're doing well. I got to see both of them. Kids were asleep. Uh, nice. I, I literally went over to their house or to the house that they were staying at like at 1030. And then we just stayed up to like two in the morning, which was Dang. awful. I I loved every <laughs> second of it. But yeah. the next morning I was I was I was worthless, useless. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I can't do does, that anymore. I can't. Cole, does that happen to you? Because I totally agree with what ben just said i cannot my body cannot handle it anymore uh no i wouldn't say so wow so young yeah well he stay. you stay up pretty late uh regularly don't you i do i yeah like you guys record regularly late we record late and then you guys go to bed and i stay up for a few more hours just watching shows and doing laundry or whatever it's kind of when I get stuff done. Is at nighttime. Yeah, dude, that's fair. When we when we had just had Lily, uh, I was regularly staying up till two a.m. just getting stuff done, like cleaning the house and laundry, like you said. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't love that I was doing that, <laughs> so I didn't choose to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cole, good for you, because I'm in Ben's camp. I, a 2 a.m. jaunt yeah. will knock me out, man. Oh, it's rough. But it was great. It was good. We we good. chatted a little bit, hung out. So, so his brother been... and my brother live in the same neighborhood. 
in you Omaha, must have been Nebraska. down oh okay i was about to say you must have been down out of michigan then no and i didn't even actually know he was gonna be up there until like the night before and i was like oh dang we gotta get something going here so yeah just chatted like adults and just <laughs> you know had a had a had a grand old time it was nice yeah it was good that's fantastic. I cannot imagine any conversation between you and Johnny being adult like, but that's okay. <laughs> Fair. I mean, Fair. Mary was Miracles there, happen. So she probably she probably refereed it, make sure it was it, you know, it was an actual conversation. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to do actual conversation until she went to bed. And then you know, you just Tom go from there. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Well. yep, 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 yep. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, uh, I have something fun that oh. uh happened to me recently. But before that, did y'all know that do you, so you know the the um, power equipment company called Steel, like S T I H L. Yeah. Steel no. and stuff. Really, you don't? Well, that's okay. They they're like a high end. They make wheat. You're being sarcastic. You just smiled. How what? Um, I don't even know what that means. For those of you who don't, it's just they make weed ears and blowers and backpack blowers and all that stuff, fun stuff. They make a shrunken. It I I air quotes call it a toy because it is a fully functioning blower, but it's for a child. And my dad bought it for Isa. It is the cutest thing. It is literally like a shrunken little model, but it's so uh, accurate that it has the safety release button and she can't press that. So he had to tape down the safety release just so she could pull the trigger to do the blower. So now anytime that me or my dad are out like blowing the leaves, she wants to grab her little blower that can really only do but dust bunnies and then go from there. Yeah. But the other day, uh, something that actually happened to me I was driving to work. And I saw, this is in the middle of a city that I work in. It's not a huge city, but it's definitely like not a town. It's an actual city. And there was a crane flying over top of like a major road. Like there's no big bodies of water. I don't know why a crane is flying. And I'm like, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. You know, this big old crane flying at like 730 in the morning. Looks very majestic. Uh, Next thing I know... Something even more majestic is dropping out of its bum and like <laughs> splattering across the road. And when I say it was a lot, it was if it had hit somebody's windshield, it, it probably would have just covered the windshield. Like wow. I was legit <laughs> confused if it had vomited at first. It was just so much. Um, mm. uh, number two, it was an absurd amount of poop, and I was <laughs> I was like dumbfounded. <laughs> at this site that was unfolding oh, before me. Word. It was the biggest bird poop I've ever seen. It was it was so big. So was it actual like like logs? No, it was <laughs> like so you, it was like you know like when a bird poops in your car and it's like that sludgy like white yeah, poop. Yeah, yeah. It it yeah. looked like it looked like that. Like the wind kind of like started ripping it apart. You could tell it was like had some viscosity to it. Oh, it was not oh, a log. That word. That's just a terrible word. Oh. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> so there you go. That that happened to me. Keeping in line with our poop theme from Moriarty. Hmm. Nice. What a theme. What a theme. What, what a theme. People are going to stop listening to this show, this particular arc, strictly because of those stories. I have a feeling. No. Or they might start start listening because of these. Yes. Stories. Yes. That's it go. right there. Yeah. We're gonna get a whole bunch of new fans. That's yep. right. We are. I'm gonna put in all the descriptions. Uh, tune in for the new poop story of the week. It'll be good. It'll be good. There's a there's another podcast I listen to or used to listen more to, but they they would do every so often a news of the butt, and it would be like this abs- absurd news, a real news article that would be about like a butt of some kind, usually an animal. Um, and it was hilarious. And that was my favorite segment. So to your point, this will probably be people's favorite, favorite uh, part of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pro- probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We got to have yeah. a catchy title for ours then. Yeah. Probably not. Potty break. Potty break. That's, oh, that's potty decent. Break. Yeah. We'll keep going. When, you know, by the end of Moriarty, we might have a good potty break with the boys. <laughs> throne? No, something with a throne. Anyway, we'll think of something. Yeah. Well, I've already I've already said the word Moriarty, so we can we can jump into our our time together here. I feel like I'm about to open in prayer. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, jump into Moriarty, (laughs) episode seven and eight. I was looking at the title and because I've just started titling like our sessions, Moriarty one, two, three, blah, blah. And I'm like, how are we only in Moriarty four? It feels like it's been weeks of recording. Mm. Um, But we've had so many breaks in between them that uh, that that's why. Mm -hmm. So. Mm. But in uh, any event. Oh, Oh, sorry. I had to cough, so I muted myself. Mm. Oh, is you that talk. what you did? Yeah, I didn't want to like spit all over my microphone on air. <clears throat> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for nullifying all politeness that I tried to do. It's good. Yeah, I was gonna say we're all we're all sounding very soft spoken and polite today. Like we're we're going over the newest book in our book club. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was just wondering why that is. Well, I mean, I've been sick, so this is just. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm that's just, right. I'm oh, just trying to talk yeah. really deep. And, yeah. um, and actually, one more side tangent. I found this singer that sings Viking songs, and I'm loving it because right now I'm slowly at a snail's crawl watching Vinland Saga, as oh. Priyal's recommendation. And I think the, the Viking show has just brought out YouTube's recommendation of uh, Viking singers. Mm. So how you liking it so far? I was going to ask. I actually love it. I have not stuck it in the top 10 lists, top 10, top, whatever number we're at now. Um, And because I need to watch more, I need to watch Mm -hmm. at least half of a first season to put it in a list. And I usually am. I've started to like italicize it to signal that I'm still watching it. So it'll shift Mm -hmm. up and down. Um, but I, I watched episode five today and half of six before my daughter woke up. So I am genuinely loving it. I was loving it from episode one for Mm. sure. 
So I don't anticipate it will rank very low on my list. Hmm. Can't say for certain that it'll break into the top 10 on its first season, but no. uh, you never know. The way it's going, I would not be surprised, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. You really also, with Studio, really good. Yeah. Really good studio. Yeah, they've done some good stuff. They they seem to always do really good with like a pilot season or like a beginning of a show, and then they pass it off or it gets bought off. I don't know how that works, like when it changes mid-season for an animation studio. But now MAPPA is doing season two, so we'll see how that goes. Well, MAPPA's MAPPA good, too. MAPPA know-how. I know. I love it every time. Yes, MAPPA is doing season two. Cole. MAPPA is actually kind of under some internet criticism because they are like super intense with their production schedules and their animation schedules. And they just keep piling on like crazy popular shows. Um, and they, they're Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, Vinland Saga, Attack on Titan. Like they are really pushing... Wow these shows out there that are, and they're doing great at it, but people are like, dude, you're like killing your, your animation crew. Um, probably. So probably yeah. doing that. Yeah. It's cool. Well, it. I could talk. I know. Uh, that's a, to, to me, question. I mean, to the, to the yeah. viewer. Yes. To the animation that person that's dead. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I mean, so far they've done a good job, but yeah. I mean, who I was, are we to judge? Right. Right, right. I mean, what are the judge not their motives? Be judged. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they could maybe have they're thinking about us. That they probably are not their profit margins at all. Yeah, you know, no. it'd be funny if, like, in the disclaimer for this episode, you put something like, "We don't actually talk about Moriarty at all." <laughs> <laughs> Moriarty episodes seven and eight, where we do not discuss anything about the show. Except for the very end, we'll tell you we're going to be watching episodes 9 and 10 next week. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I could talk more, but I won't. Um, but I did do a deep dive the other day. I was bored, and I did a deep dive into like product animation studios and stuff, and it was really interesting. Um, so I'll talk about that on another, another episode. Anyway, back to Moriarty that we're not going to talk about. Because this is actually a pretty significantly cool segment here in episodes seven and eight. So I do want to eventually talk about them. Uh, it's been a hot minute. I know Ben rewatched. I remembered them, skipped through, and thought about them. Did not watch them to completion again. But Cole, do you feel prepared to take us through a little <laughs> summary? Hey, I don't know if I'll do a summary. I'll do a setup. There you go. Do so like we're in episode seven and this is part two or sorry, act two Ooh, of what happened in episode six. Um, if I remember, it was the name of the ship, which was the Noatic, the Noatic mm-hmm. act two, episode seven. And with flat house. No, yes. What happened last time? The oh, our nobleman who's been hunting peasants basically, on his properties, on this ship, and he does something pretty negatively. He murders somebody on the ship. And that's the last scene that we see. Pretty negative. The last, <laughs> yeah. The last thing we saw uh, was him murdering this man. And Moriarty 
walks in and finds the dead body. And that's where the episode ended. If I'm correct for episode six, that was quite a long time ago. So this episode starts (laughs) right there. Kind of. Yeah. Moriarty walks in. What's his face is like, Oh, ah, yeah, there's a dead body here. I murdered him, but he was, he was in self-defense, man. Don't, don't think I murdered him in cold blood. Even though I did like lean, leaning over the guy. He's like like sitting on the body, smoking, smoking on him and, he put a cigarette out in his head yeah (laughs) but anyway moriarty comes in he's like hey don't worry about it you're a nobleman i'm gonna take your word at face value i got a great idea let's get rid of this body and so moriarty helps him out but as we find out through the episode moriarty's got his plan to put this guy where he belongs and it's not jail folks Mardiari does not like putting people in jail. He likes no, to put sir. them no, sir. in the ground. maybe spoilers in a grave. Oh. Yeah, oh, I know. So we get to see this whole story <laughs> unfold and Moriarty's plan come to fruition. That is this episode. So let's talk about it, boys. Tonight on Three Dads, talk about anime. Um, do we allow tooting of our own horns on here? Uh, if it's a good toot. Yeah, it's got to be good. I will say this was my entire prediction that Moriarty would use the 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 ballet as the the scene for revealing the Oh yeah. the murder. Yeah. Did you say that on air? I did. Oh, nice. And I only wanted to toot my own horn because I was like it's been so long, no one's going to no one's going to toot it. <laughs> no one's going to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to just want to get it out there. I don't get many predictions right. Kolb is usually the prediction master, so I was like, oh, okay. "That's true." I'm I don't know if that's true at all. It. it is true. We're going to move okay. on. Um, I'll keep it. Well, <laughs> didn't you also? I think one of you, if not both of you, also predicted that Moriarty was going to come in there and help him dispose of the body. Uh, I think Kolb one did. of you predicted that. Hmm. It's either Kolb or Kim. Yeah, it was totes. It was totes me. Totes. <laughs> Kolb loves totes. Totes. <laughs> so I like to say totes as a very ironic thing, all because of that one commercial with James Earl Jones, when they him and uh, that other famous actor are talking back and forth. I think it was a Sprint commercial. But anyway, ooh, now that's where he says totes my goats. So just think oh, of James Earl Jones. I just used that gif the other day. Yeah. Totes my goats. That one. That commercial is great. <laughs> it is great. Oh, that well, great. as Colbus said, mm. uh, we come right back into our scene. It's a great scene. Well, actually, it's a terrible scene, but it's a great um, plot twist of a moment. And yeah, Moriarty, it, it's pretty open and shut, actually. Moriarty behaves just like a criminal mastermind would. He's, he feigns a lot of ignorance, a lot of sucking up to this dude of like, oh, you poor nobleman. You've, you clearly acted in self-defense. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. And then he like diagnoses the guy's actions. He's like, well, the guy that you claim to have attacked you with is actually using your knife because that's way too fancy of a knife. Uh, there's only blood stains on the wine cabinet. There's no blood stains on you. I'm pretty sure you murdered this dude in cold blood. <laughs> And he's like, shoot, what am I going to do? And he's like, but it's okay. You're a nobleman. Help me. I'll help you dispose of the body. Which he does. Right over the side of the of the deck into a little dinghy boat where his boys catch it. 
in a canvas. Oh. The trap is being set, y'all. Trap is being set. I think it cuts to the ballet after that, right? Well, before that, I want to... Almost. I, I only appreciated this the second time because it usually takes me two or three times to appreciate something. Is the way whenever they toss the guy off the boat, Moriarty is timing how long it's going to take to hit the water with his steps and he bumps into enders at the exact moment that there would be a splash so then enders isn't wow. thinking why didn't i hear a splash and i was like mm. oh my goodness that's genius <laughs> so th- i i wondered if he had taken something or what the bump was for so i i legitimately didn't know what the bump was for but i knew it was for something because he he there's no way he's gonna stumble so right. that's yeah, cool good. that's cool Good catch, Ben. I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was planting something in his pocket or something like that when he bumped mm, into that it. That would have been like dropping sense some sort of evidence right. in, in the guy's pocket. But no, yeah, like timing it with a bloody, splash. Good catch. Pinky. Yeah, that's brilliant, as you said. Ah, thanks, guys. You should be on the show. <laughs> toot, toot. Yeah, toot that horn. Um, so, Colby, you said almost, it almost is the ballet. Is there a scene between that? Uh, there's just some Alfred's there and he's talking with another, another noble guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of like, it. That's something really ready much. for the ballet. Yes. Yeah. Reginald. So it's just, it's Reginald just kind of is my... oh, that is your what? <laughs> I, I didn't want to interrupt you for a dumb, dumb <laughs> That's too late. Go ahead. I was just going to say Reginald is, is Ben's talked about his, he has go-to names. Like Reginald yeah. is my go-to like fancy nobleman uh... name. I always oh, say Reginald nice. whenever it's something like pinky out, sipping tea, cheerio old chap. Like it's always Reginald. Nice. Yeah. That is definitely not tea. But <laughs> 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 well, that's okay. Different type of tea. So the ballet comes up. Everybody's been waiting for this ballet as I think the scene with uh, his brother indicates like just building some hype for this ballet, yada, yada, yada. And things go awry for our nobleman because Moriarty shows up in his booth after a little bit of, you know, there's some ballet happenings, goings on. And then Moriarty pops in and he's like, knock, knock, knock. We've got a problem. And he says, use your glasses and look down in row such and such. (laughs) And the guy looks and the dead dude is sitting in the audience. Right. And he's like, OMG, LOL, not really. This is a bad deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I love, I love watching this because it's, it's a. You're not watching the guy. Like you're not focused on is the guy gonna figure it out. You clearly know this guy's getting played, like oh, like, like nobody's business. Right. You know it's for the sake of Sherlock and Moriarty. You know this is like the, some setup is going to happen here. So like I'm I'm excited just to see like how is Moriarty going to play this out, and is Sherlock going to catch him? That's all that's going yeah. through my brain yeah. in this this scene. So like you're watching this guy and you're like he's an idiot. He has zero idea what's going on, and I don't even care like that he's like that. I already know what's going to happen. He's going to chase after this guy. It's not going to be the guy. Something's big is going to happen. <laughs> So I was very excited when they did. They went this angle of like you. You've already seen his one of his team be a good like um, impersonator. So you're like, okay, so it's probably the boy. 
He's probably impersonating. Yeah, Fred's good uh, at it. Fred, Fred. Fred. Yeah, Fred. Good old Fred. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Fred is impersonating this dude. And so one of y'all take it away. He, he sets him up great, and he chases after who he thinks is the dead guy. And what happens? Before that, can I bring out just one other thing? Um, (laughs) And it's alongside what you were saying. It's not like you didn't miss a scene or anything. Uh, Albert and a certain nobleman are talking throughout this and last episode. That same nobleman is in the the box up top uh, with Lord Enders. And then he moves... Yeah, he moves to a seat front and center up front because he has a special seat for him. And that plays out later. This important nobleman who knows Enders has a front center seat. That's all I got. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a it's a little play because uh, a play on the characters because Ender's is like, oh, I thought I had respect for this guy, but he just wants to go down there with those dirty commoners. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but to go back to what Chess was originally wanting, so Ender's is like, what? That guy's dead. He should not be sitting there alive. And then he runs down there to go check and see if it's really him. He gets down to the seats. The guy, he's not there anymore. The dead man's not there. And he says, hey, I'll pay someone to tell me where this guy went. And the other guy's like, "Don't you don't need to pay me. Just He went outside. Ah, he's alive! And he runs out. He runs out the door, sees Fred disguised in the hallway, sprints after him. Yep. And then he finds him. But it's not Fred this time. It's the actual dead body mm, with the knife still in him. Dead body. <clears throat> and things happen. Yes. Oh, do things happen? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so this um, this scene was intense. Um, it really, it, it was exactly what I thought was going to happen. You know, once it got to this part, I don't yeah, think it was a yeah. surprise by any means. Um, but it was, it really did a good job of highlighting the nastiness inside of this guy. Yeah, because it it wasn't. I, I guess maybe, and I could have envisioned him just like making sure he was dead. But he, boy, did he do that. <laughs> so right. it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to stab him again and then be holding a bloody knife. Um, he is raised. The platform raises. It's, it turns out it's one of the ballet platforms that this guy's been put on as bait. And it raises onto the stage. And Enders is repeatedly stabbing the gentleman in the chest. Like, you, I got to make sure you're dead, 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 dead. Yeah. He is just freaking out on this guy. Yeah. And... Um, as he's stabbing him, you know, we as the audience are watching him backlit from the stage lights. So the audience is we're facing the audience and we're behind Enders and then it shifts and he clearly understands I'm in front of every single person. And uh, the crazy thing is that uh, he didn't care. Like for half a second, he I, I didn't expect this. Um he he did care for a minute of like shoot everyone saw but then after like five seconds he's like i've done nothing wrong this thing is this this isn't a person this is cattle i've just killed a cattle a piece of a piece of meat people livestock yeah 
And he just goes off on how peasants are nothing and they are basically dogs and we can just do what we want because we're nobles. So like it went above my expectations of like how intense the noble card was going to get played in, in some ways. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. the scene. That was the like linchpin scene of the plan. And there's still good scenes to come, uh, to be honest. Um but that's that's the big reveal. And like Ben said, that gentleman's in the front and he actually backs away. And he's like, yeah, I don't love peasants, but you can't do that, man. And kind of backs <laughs> away on the, the nobleman card. Um, and he's like, you're and then that's what causes Enders to go berserk. And Enders jumps at the dude and says, well, you're just like one of them. And he's going to kill this dude. And he gets tackled out of midair. And then there's a chase and someone else. Gets well, from there. Is there a tackle? If I remember properly, oh, it was a certain a, character who jumps in a kick and does a sweet uppercut kick. Yeah, oh. you're correct. He charges in. He yeah. being Sherlock Holmes. Oh, he's charging in, and you can see Sherlock coming in from the side. Ender's does see him and turns to take a swipe at him. Holmes ducks under. You see him put both of his hands on the ground and do like that almost like gymnast twist. Uh, and then you see the leg go up and just kicks. Oh, very satisfying. Uh, I really, <laughs> it was very satisfying. I really like that question. Did you guys, uh, did you think that's who was going to intervene and how it was going to happen? Hmm. I didn't. I didn't think any of our Moriarty gang was going to intervene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I not. thought. I thought maybe it would just be some sort of security would get him, or you know. I think the same. I. I or he could have just you know, stabbed that guy also. Yeah, that's but true. that that, that probably wouldn't have been part of the Moriarty plan. So. I don't yeah, think I they would have cared if he had done it. To be honest. Right. That well, he Moriarty probably wouldn't have, but. They're all anyway, about chaos. So. Yeah, I didn't think it would be Sherlock. I, I thought he would be stopped at some point, but I'm glad it was Sherlock, and I'm glad it happened the way that it did. Yeah. Why really, can't? Yeah. Why not True. make Sherlock a little more anime by making him do some oh, he's, he, acrobatic kicks? Yeah. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler for the next episode. He's very anime. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does a. He does Just a his hairstyle thing. is pretty, pretty anime. Yes. His hairstyle is very anime. He's a good looking yes. dude. He's just suave and debonair. Look at that. He's wooing the ladies with that long hair. <laughs> so he kicks him and he and he uh then oh, this is also when he goes and checks the body. Right? He goes straight up to check yep. the body. That's important, actually. Yeah. Uh which as we the audience are like, uh oh. Don't let Sherlock near that body, y'all. Yeah. Um, but he does. He goes and checks the body. I think he even says something like, hmm, that's interesting. And then it cuts to the chase, as uh, as uh, Cole was saying. There's a little bit before that, but that was the thing that was before mm. that. But then Enders is running away. There's a manhunt on board for him. He's being kind of herded towards the top of the ship. He eventually it pans to he is like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> climbing the mast, the mizzen mast. I don't know if it's the mizzen mast. That's just the only, the only mast I know. <laughs> um, and he is like going insane. He That's is more than I babbling. 
he's babbling about like, ha ha ha, you all look down. You all look up to me now. I am a nobleman. I'm looking down on you all. And he's going like, literally, that's like what he's saying. He's going insane. Um, Didn't he say like, then, you're going to look up to me forever? Like, are you planning on staying yeah. up there forever? Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> that was his line of, there's no logic at this point. He's insane. Right. Um, but there's something really cool that happens because I love how they they executed this. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, but our sharpshooter, our <laughs> our captain, who is very girl crazy, uh, is up in another mast in a crow's nest, another mast thing. Um, and he shoots not at our gentleman and not our gentleman in a deadly way. He shoots his hand, causing Enders to slip and fall in what looks like an accident, mm-hmm. which is brilliant because everyone just thinks oh, it yeah. was this like, oh, no, he fell. Of course he would fall. He's on the mizzen mast. Um, and he falls off the ship on into the into the waves. And so he dies. And like everybody's like struck by what was supposed to be this amazing ballet has turned into this horror show of nobility uh, murdering um, innocent peasants. And I think they, like, even the conversations that flow out of that is like, I hear he's been hunting peasants for however long, and those ru- they're checking yeah. out those rumors right now, and I bet it's all true. And, like, it's just making it more and more and more bad um, for the nobility, that is. Uh, and so pretty close after that, there's a scene where everybody is disembarking from the boat um nope that's a flashback i believe because it's it's when moriarty's telling his crew hey there might be someone we need to look out for and that's the flashback yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. correction let me say one more thing then before we go to that scene Um, one thing the show did very well and i think this is uh 10 points to anime is the chase (laughs) scene just how they switched quickly between uh enders and the person he was hunting in the woods and they switched the security to the dogs that were chasing like just quickly back and forth that animation was very good and creative and and just portrayed another thing that moriarty was wanting to accomplish like not only did he want to make this masterpiece visible to everybody but i think part of his masterpiece is making these noblemen feel certain things specifically feel feel the way they made other people feel uh right. and i so i just thought that whole little sequence was really well done have they done that has he done that with pretty much in in his adult life everybody that he's so he he um the first guy was he allowed the the dude the little child's father to murder in the same crypt that he would take the people to and then the person that turned away the dead, the child with no medicine, he poisoned with a medical heart condition. And then this guy, he's having chased. Yeah, I think there's always a little bit of poetic justice there. Because that's the way a mastermind mathematician would think. Mm. That's true. So, yeah, mm. I'm sure there is. But yeah, it's a good parallel. Good parallel visuals there that they, yeah. and I think you're right. I think the the medium of anime really showed that very well. Yeah. 
10 points to anime. Good point. Good mm. point, Benjamin. Thank you, Cole. Yeah, so, so that brings us to where you were going, Chest, which is yeah. the meeting afterwards. And you can talk through it. I was just bringing us back. I mean, I, I can. Someone else can if they want to. But it's a, it's, it's, it's a good episode, but it is a pretty straightforward ending. I think it was a setup episode for Sherlock of like, we're setting up that Sherlock is coming into the show. Mm-hmm. As well as Mor- Moriarty getting into his more masterful plan rather than just like, hey, I'm going to do a good deeds crime consulting business. Right. Um, he's getting into like, we're changing society. So they're, they're meeting at the end and they're basically like, yeah, we didn't leave any evidence on board. It went off without a hitch. Uh, cheers. Uh, around for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Clink, clink goes the champagne. And then Moriarty's like, oh, by the way, I did meet this dude and he might be a problem. And then it flashes back to a conversation with Sherlock and Moriarty and Sherlock seeks out Moriarty at the disembarkment and they have a enigmatic exchange of like, he doesn't quite accuse him of having a hand in it, but he's like, I just wanted someone else that was on the same brain. Uh, Sherlock says this, that was on the same level of thinking as me to have a conversation with. And there's some undertones of like, do you know more than you're letting on Moriarty? But it's never laid out or anything. He just is like, I have a lot of questions and you seem to be wrapped in some of them, I think is where Sherlock's brain is at right now. Would y'all agree with that? I still don't know. I don't think so. No, nothing. You think he's just he's just like, I needed someone to talk to. Because this is when he brings up like the body is not dead when he was stabbing it, but the guy thought that he was killing him or he was cognizant that he did kill him. So that he, he brings out so many of these little details of like, Mm -hmm. this was clearly a, a performance, not a murder. I mean, it was a murder, but you know what I mean? Go ahead, Cole. I have a take, but you go first. My opinion is no, I don't think he, he thinks it's Moriarty or Moriarty has anything to do with it. I think he was just like, Hey, we could probably be friends. I I want to tell you this. I think it's all a, you know, I think it was all a big show and there's someone really pulling some great strings. What do you think? Like he was just kind of excited that he, there was something going on on this boat and he wanted to talk to somebody about it. And he had already had a very fun interchange with Moriarty when they were talking about the staircase and all that, all the, that stuff. So no, I don't think he was that way. And some evidence in the next episode where, you know, Moriarty is thinking about this this puppet master guy. He doesn't he doesn't think towards Moriarty. He just he's just excited at the prospect of there being someone like that. So mm. I wouldn't say he's very oh, it's this Moriarty guy who's doing this. That's my take. That's good. I think it's a good take. Ben. Yeah, I I agree with Kolb in the sense of I think at the end of it, I don't think Holmes was thinking this is the guy. And for the same reasons, just because of their interaction earlier, I just think he and, and Chess, you said it as well. Like we're on the same like uh, he knows Moriarty is very bright and is very observant. And so he's I think he was just like, where where can I find one of my nerd buddies to share all this with <laughs> now? So it's it, like it, when you watch a really good show and you need a specific type of person to talk about it with. Exactly. Now, where I chest, where I, I see your side is the way Holmes says things, like his tone, um, the way he says the 
once you get rid of all possibilities, what remains, however improbable, is the truth. The way he says that, the way the animation is done as well, does make it seem like uh, Holmes thinks it's him. But even the way he ends it, he's just like, ha, 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 I don't have the foggiest idea who that is. Or uh, (laughs) he just seemed like he was having fun talking through it with somebody and being uh, goofy and mysterious. But yeah, I don't think he suspects Moriarty at this time. Well, after the next episode, we know he wasn't suspecting at that time. But even in this moment, I think I think the impression was I want to appear to just talk through all this stuff with. Guys, I just <coughs> made a terrible decision. <laughs> what was that decision? <laughs> um, so I'm in my parents' camper and they got a bunch of amazing peanut flavors. I don't know why they have so many boxes of peanuts. One of them is a Weeping Mary's ghost pepper peanut that I've always wanted wow. to try. And yeah. I just, tr- I mean. And you did it right it. now? Why I know. It's so a ter- I, I told you it was a terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not as high as I was anticipating, but I've always wanted to try it. And it was, they happened to be open. But they're really good. I keep wanting, I want to keep eating them. So I'll just keep muting. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Anyway, just wanted to share that with you. Thanks. Yeah. So, well, at least you oh, at least you mute, muted yourself when you coughed. Yeah, the first time, not the rest of the times. <laughs> Anywho, so and the episode ends yeah. with Moriarty basically asking, "Oh, you know, by the way, I didn't catch your name." Oh, Holmes. Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. That was that was so good. I think I good. texted you guys around that time of because I I think I texted you after I finished episode seven. Because I was like, this is great. This is yeah. really going the right direction for me. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's really good. I agree. I mean, it's very obvious who the character was, but is that the first time we actually hear his name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Yep. I mean, yeah, from the get go, there's if, unless you've come into the show and you have no idea who Sherlock Holmes is and you have no idea who <laughs> Moriarty is, then yeah, you immediately knew who it was. But at the same time, it was nice to like actually physically hear him say, yeah, that's right. I'm sure I'll call him with everybody. So, pretty good segue into our second our second episode, which was very fun. Uh, to your point, Ben, we do see Sherlock in this show has a bit of a goofy nature. So there's a lot of depictions of Sherlock in a lot of different mediums and formats. Uh, some of them are jovial, some of them are more serious. I have still not watch the Sherlock show. Sorry, Kolb. Um, I know that the, you and Kim The BBC it. one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You should get on that. Is he serious or jovial in that one? Both. Yeah, Benedict is pretty good at doing both those. Robert Downing Jr. also did sort of a double, little bit of jovial. He can play serious too, so. Benedict is better though, I think. Oh, Every single person I've talked to has said the same. Yeah, I not only would agree with that, <laughs> I also, I also felt there were more. Um, every time Sherlock was doing something in this show, I was thinking to Benedict Cumberbatch scenes, not Robert Downey Jr. scenes. Mm. So it's that's fair. Yeah. Also, they. It, I mean, <clears throat> not that it uh, movies are bad, but it's only two movies versus how many seasons of a show? 
So you have a lot more room to work with there, which is good. Yeah. And yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is fun, but all of his characters are kind of the same. Yeah, they all have massive suits of armor. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> very, ac- very accurate. Yep, they all have suits of armor. It's kind of annoying. You can't ever see his face. But um, <laughs> anywho, uh, this next episode is a Sherlock episode. Moriarty is actually only in it at the very end, which is kind of fun. It's pretty fun, actually. So this <clears throat> this was a good episode for establishing, hey, Holmes is actually going to be a character, not just a mirror, not just like a someone that Moriarty's playing off of, and we're only going to focus on Moriarty. Like, Sherlock is going to get his own segments of the show. Um, we also get a second iconic character, which I actually really like this episode because I assumed... Spoiler, that Watson was already in the picture uh, because that's the duo, right? Holmes and Watson. And this is kind of like a little bit of an origin thing. Moriarty's origin, how he started. Uh, Holmes is kind of starting out. Uh, He just gains Watson in this episode. So it's fun. It's like a fresh little origin story for both of them, which is, I, I, I enjoyed that. What about you guys? Yeah. As, yes, uh, as no much comment. as I, <laughs> as, as as much as I like the idea of having Moriarty be the protagonist of our show, and we get to see more about him, uh, I just love the character of Sherlock. Sherlock. So, I uh, I'm glad that they gave him this time that he's not just a part of the story. This this episode and most likely the next episode are going to be about revolved around him. So I like that. Yeah. Yep. Same. Same, same, same. I liked, uh, and I think it was a pretty similar introduction to our friend John Watson in this, as in the BBC show as well. Um, I, I think it definitely brought out the fact that Watson had a doctor or medical uh, experience, field, field medicine, military doctor, yeah, military, right, doctor, right, 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 right. Um, what did y'all think? Just another. <clears throat> a little preemptive question here. What did y'all think? Because clearly Sherlock has some goofiness. <clears throat> He's kind of got that like goofy genius vibe going on. Um, Very eccentric. That's probably the right word. Uh, and the first depictions that we see are him and the, the his landlady. So it's the lady that owns the building. And she Mrs. keeps Hudson. threatening to kick, kick him out. Or Miss Hudson. Yeah, Mrs. Hudson. Or Miss Hudson. Um, and he just is like super goofy about finding this roommate to make sure that he doesn't get kicked out. I mean, like the cast of roommates that come through, (laughs) (laughs) they did. There was quite a few that made me laugh. Like I actually, I actually laughed a a bit, especially the old man (laughs) (laughs) who just wanted a place to sleep. He's like, she's like, you're not going to pay at all. Are you? And he's like, Nope, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was good. That was, that was good. So what what did y'all's view of like, are you glad that Holmes is kind of goofy? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Again, I, I just, I, I find myself just comparing him to Benedict. And I thought that was a good version of Holmes. Like Holmes uh, was so, like, even in the scene where, so John Watson shows up to the whole, miss hudson reds residence and 
walks in the house. There's cl- there's like nobody there. Clearly something's wrong. And Sherlock Holmes is laying on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like he's got blood there. John Watson examines him. Uh, nothing appears to be wrong. And then Sherlock, uh, I don't I don't know what he Was he said, asleep? But... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he like, was asleep. He had, he had dozed off. <laughs> and then he just like abruptly rushes over to an experiment or yep. something he's testing, which is exactly what I picture as like a Holmes. And again, exactly what Benedict does in the show a lot where John Watson is just like, what's <laughs> happening. Um, so I, I, I think the portrayal so far is, is, is very good is enjoyable good. as well. Good. Yeah. I think it's a very natural comedy because yeah, like he, he rushes over to that experiment and he starts explaining it to John and then halfway through, he's just like, Oh wait, who are you? <laughs> like it took, <laughs> it took him all that time to figure out, I don't know this man. I'm explaining this experiment to. Yeah. It's like, or like an appointment. Or like when Lestrade comes over saying like, there's been a murder and then Holmes is like, yes, I get to do something. (laughs) Like that's, that's totally in the the character. Yeah. It's totally in his character and it's funny. So yeah, no, I think they're doing great. It's, it's goofy, but it's not overly goofy where you're like, uh, Sherlock Holmes wouldn't be like that. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Good. I I would agree. I did. I'm, you know, I was just asking the question because I want to see what y'all said, but I wholeheartedly agree with all that. So, yeah, to, to take us through a little bit, of the, Cole, would you like to take us through some of the episode? Well, yeah, uh, sure. So the episode, if I remember correctly, is called A Study in S. So the S being Sherlock, most likely, unless they bring a huge switcheroo in Act 2, which they might. But anyway, Sherlock needs a roommate. This is where John Watson comes in. We've already talked about all that. But Lestrade, the Lestrade. Uh, detective, what, what is his title? Is it detective? Uh, no. What? What is it? What are they? It's not constable. Constable? Uh, uh, Mountie? No. Yeah, well, (coughs) we'll figure it out. Anyway, he comes to Holmes and he's like, "Hey, there's been a murder, and the murder victim has written your name in blood next to his body. You are now under suspicion of this murder." And they arrest Sherlock Holmes question was anybody else like that is utterly ridiculous like that they would actually <laughs> think that he murdered someone and then wrote his name in their blood. like no they thought they be... thought it was the victim that wrote his name down saying sherlock did it yeah oh okay that makes way more sense i re- i redact what i just said uh <laughs> it is inspector lestrade inspector, inspector. that's right ah. How did I remember Lestrade, but I couldn't remember the word inspector. <laughs> inspector gadget. Anyway. Good one, Chess. Mm-hmm. That's not the first inspector mm-hmm. gadget reference we've made on this show. I don't think it is. actually. Yeah. That's it's a, a callback to Joran, I think. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Wow. Good, Great good memory. Show. This is why we say callback to memory. <laughs> If he meant segment, then yes, I agree. Great segment for us. Great <clears throat> show. I don't know about that, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why I made an expected gadget reference. Anyway, that's good. Mm. Oh, you mean back then? Yeah. I think it might have been Ben, actually, who made it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was when uh, uh, Lightsaber Suki like 
shot out a cord oh, yeah. and like left right. in the worst oh, episode of the choo. show. Uh, yeah, lightsaber Suki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember those characters, oh. everybody? Lightsabers too. Harlot Hannah. Please, and... everyone, do yourselves a favor. Don't watch the show, but please go listen to our segment on Jordan. They're fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just fun. fun. They are fun, actually. I like. Anyway, I like listening to those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where were we at? So this is a setup for like, let's show who Sherlock is, everybody. Yeah, and we're gonna put him and Watson together. It's gonna be a classic crime caper. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, basically they arrest Sherlock, take him. Oh, and then there's a there's an, another inspector character who's played the off assistant. as the 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 jealous type. Yeah. Um, yeah. Classic classic setup of you know the good rogue genius. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna get you, Sherlock. You just this is you've gone too far this time, buddy. Uh, that's how he that's how he talk. That's the tone that I envision him having. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's he's convinced that Sherlock killed this dude, and he finally got him. And Sherlock literally leans back to like Watson and Miss Hudson's, like, "This is why everyone thinks Scotland Yard's so um, incompetent." Um, yeah. And like, yeah. just eggs eggs the guy on, like he just gets more and more furious because he's like, "Clearly, this is the most idiotic thing ever." But let's keep going. <clears throat> but the real inspector, he knows Sherlock didn't kill this dude. Uh, if he did, it's like a one in a bajillion chance, but I need him to help me solve the case. So he casually allows Sherlock, uh, after Sherlock talks to him for like two seconds, to go see the crime scene. Sherlock even gives him the reason. He's like, dude, just say that you're you're taking the, the, the prime suspect to the scene of the crime to try to match up like evidence and stuff. And then just let me do my thing. And he's like, sure, yeah, let's go. And the other dude, the insistent's not happy about it, but he can't say no. <clears throat> so they all show up and Sherlock does his thing. He, one of the first things he does is he analyzes the blood and he's like, yep, victim didn't write that. Uh, his fingers are too thin. The, the guy that wrote this, his fingers are way bigger, probably a way bigger dude because hand size is equivalent to like all this, you know, anatomy stuff. Yada, yada, yada. You're looking for a guy that's about this tall, about this broad shouldered, probably weighs about this much uh he is a messy messy amateur because he was this close and he still need to put in like six bullets into this dude's chest just a heap of a mess we're not dealing with a professional but interestingly enough he says we are dealing with a professional because somebody arranged all the details perfectly so that our amateur could be here tonight so we're looking for two people and that was very key. He says, we're looking for two people. Someone set up this amateur, and then this amateur did the deed. And he leans down behind the desk, goofy as he is, and he, what does he put in his pocket um, from the scene? Because hmm. then he, he slips a note to Watson. I thought it was just like a note with some information he wanted Watson to have. But he also he also took something from the scene of the crime, I think, right? Yeah, he took something. Out of Did the, he, or was he just the, behind the desk to write write the message down? So that oh, no maybe he it. just he was just using that because well, yeah. The reason we're saying that is because Holmes is still under suspicion, and he's doing all this clue stuff and and like looking at the crime scene while he's handcuffed because he's right. still. <laughs> you know, kind of arrested. So 
so yeah, I think it was just he bent down behind the desk to write down the message while right. Watson was right. doing his thing. And then he, yeah, because he, he says, like, Watson, can you inspect the body? You've already, you've clearly demonstrated you have medical expertise. Please show us, blah, blah, blah. And Watson does do his thing and he's, he does his thing as well. It's like, yeah, he died around this time from this and that and this and that here. And, and he gives the like clinical autopsy yep. of the body. Ah, Watson. I really like uh, this version of Watson. There was I I I I'll say it like this. I like the start of this Watson character a lot better than the start of. Uh, he's great in the BBC show, but uh, what's his name again? That actor, Martin Freeman, oh, Hobbit guy, uh, Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yes, yes, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I don't know. They just they don't present like a strong Watson character, at least at, in his beginnings in the show, and I liked this version of Watson, like he carried himself well. And, uh, but we'll see. He may have his tough moments as well, but. I can call, we can call the actor and see how he's doing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a really good idea. I mean, method acting is hard, so, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a t- toll. Just, well, you can't ask Heath Ledger because, you know how that went. So, all right, I'm convinced. When was Heath Ledger ever Watson? I was talking about method acting. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ben, what did you say? I got lost in the jumble there. Yeah, a little jumble there. I said <laughs> I I'm officially going to rewatch the BBC show because it was just so good. I've only mm. watched it through once. It is really yes. good. But anywho, maybe it I'll rewatch really it as well. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So where are we at? What what's what's happening? Uh no, it's it's pretty much wrapping up the, the episode. He gives Watson the note and then I can't remember what else happens with them. I don't think anything's super vital. I think they just swear that they'll get Sherlock out of this mess. Um but it does well, cut yeah. at the end here to a very important scene. Uh, if y'all remember anything I missed with Sherlock, jump in. But I'm pretty sure that the the biggest thing that ends here is there's a man sitting in like, it looks like a really rundown by the docks sort of building. <clears throat> and you're hearing a conversation that he's dying. He has nothing to lose, not, nothing to gain basically by anything in life anymore. So he's he can he'll do whatever this person in the shadows, spoiler, who works in the shadows, Moriarty is asking him to do. And so basically you see Moriarty setting up, setting the stage up again for some crimes to test Sherlock. Uh, Mm. And he, he basically Mm. is looking out the window and he's like, all right, Sherlock, see what you got. And that's how it ends. I have an opinion on that. Give it. (laughs) That this is, that this that's a mistake um i believe this was sherlock yeah i think this is moriarty's first mistake because he doesn't need to do this he wants to do this Mm, um getting greedy yeah i don't think i mean what's what's the result It, it 
to me, it just brings Holmes closer to him to figure out what's going on. Uh, you don't need to test this guy. You can monitor him. You can observe him. But Moriarty wants to test. This is my opinion. Moriarty wants to test him because it's fun. It's it's a game. I mean, that's the classic Sherlock Moriarty. So I think that they might be bringing this out a little bit. Um, I, I think it's great, but I think this is a mistake on his part. It reminds me of the Joker and Batman and how like there's a lot of stuff about the Joker wouldn't exist if Batman didn't exist. Mm. And so this idea that <clears throat> geniuses or madmen like have to have a rival that they compete against, they seek out that like same eccentricity or that extreme nature uh, is portrayed in a lot of things, Lex Luthor and Superman and um I was actually just reading a Superman comic and that's highlighted extremely where Lex is obsessed with like, he's just obsessed with literally matching wits with Superman, not even beating him. He does want to kill him and beat him. But like, that's one of his biggest obsessions is like beating him in chess. He's furious that he can't beat Superman in chess because he can beat like six people playing at one time while reading classical poetry and learning a language. Um, but he can't beat Superman. And so this idea that Moriarty sees a rival and is like, yeah, I'm going to make sure I, I am not rivaled just to be safe because I need to. It, it makes total sense to me as well. Hmm. But I also agree it's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> a mistake to our benefit. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it MAPPA. Is. Like map yeah. and know-how, who are they thinking of? Moriarty's thinking of us. He the wants people. us to have a good time. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to do this, but viewership is down. So, Way to tie it together. That is so true. He's thinking of us. <laughs> Tying the beginning and the end, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> talk about transition. <clears throat> this is an hour-long transition. Now we can actually talk about stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so who's your uh... – oh, unless Chester has something else to say. Who is your favorite of the of the group right now? Did we talk about this before? Uh, no, we haven't. But We've talked saying. about that we just love the group, but we haven't right. ranked them or anything. Okay, should we wait till the halfway point or should we just talk about it now? I mean, I, I'd be fine with giving like your favorite, your current favorite. We mm -hmm. can rank them later. Okay. Ben, what do you think? I'll I'll give thoughts. I I won't. Uh, I'll give good thoughts. I I'm not ready to put somebody out there right now. I just okay. want to say, I still love this team. Like mm. that team, and <laughs> I like every single person on the crew. And that's just that that drew me in. And now the addition to a likable Holmes, Watson and Hudson, like they're just all yeah. fun, good, well done characters. This show is stacked. Uh, so I actually don't have, I, I mean, I've had moments where I like each of them for certain things, but for me, I'm, I'm gonna reserve my opinion on who's leading the charge right now. So that's, that's okay. You guys still do it if you have a, a front runner. I don't know, it's, cool. it's still early. I think maybe my question was a little premature. 
But I mean, I can I tell you like... who's leading leading the charge, but it's definitely not set in stone. Let's hear it's, it. It's definitely the, like the first lap of a, you know, the five lap race and got a long way to go. Um, I really like the younger brother. <clears throat> and as far as the coolness factor, probably the captain. Mm. Like I, I'm edging like the, the captain as a whole. <clears throat> I don't know if he's going to be my captain favorite character, Colonel. but he does. Oh, I think he's Colonel. You're right. Colonel. Colonel. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Captain. I misspoke. You're actually a Colonel. Um, <laughs> but he he's very cool. He does some cool stuff, like the like his shooting on the bridge, making the guy dance, um, shooting the hand. Like he's a cool dude. It's kind of a it's kind of a no good little rogue, Mister Rogue Man. But <clears throat> he's he is a he's a cool dude. And then the the brother figure, I love I love brothers in anime. I think they really do sibling relationships well in most animes. Um, and the self the self sacrificing person, I'm just always drawn to those mm. types of characters. I was telling Cole that I think the other day. Um, uh, and so yeah, he's kind of like your he's kind of like your brother Dane, your brother Gene yeah. over there. Yeah, I can see why he's, you would think a, that he's a quiet dude who's gonna be with you to the end uh also definitely burned his his uh face with a stick when he was little no he didn't do that i did burn his neck with a stick though Uh. (laughs) little short story we were swinging around these massive tree branches like like 10 foot long (laughs) tree branches you know how the the ones that are like when you swing them they like wobble like insane amounts we and my dad came over and he's like do not put those in the fire well, what did we do? Put them in the fire. fire. Then we started swinging them around, making smoke circles because that's fun, right? I swung it around and pss, like caught him right in the neck and got sizzled him. his neck a little bit, yeah. And then we obviously got in trouble, and by we I mean me and also Dane, even though he got singed because uh, he always got in trouble because of me every single classic. time. Classic. I'm sorry, Gene. <laughs> classic. I'm pretty sure ninety percent of the things that we got in trouble for it was. Uh, it was my fault. Hmm. Wow. What a big brother. <laughs> Classic big brother. <laughs> Man, that wasn't my story at all growing up. No? My, my brother was the most well-behaved. Uh, he, did, he rarely got me into trouble. I got myself into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not the case for us. Yeah. What about you, Cole? Now, I didn't. Yeah, you... Each of my brothers are, we're all four years apart from each other. So, my oldest brother, he Whoa. was eight years older than me. So, we never hung out growing up. And then my other brother just liked to pick on me. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say we got in trouble together. I mean, me and Gene are less than two years apart. So, we were as close as you can get. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. We're super, like, I mean, a month less than two years apart. He's in July and I was born in August, but oh wow, uh, very very close. So we we essentially grew up as close as you can get. There was one season of life where I was like, I had that moment of like, oh little brother, wish he wasn't around. But <laughs> literally, one of my own friends, the same age as me, at the age of like ten, I told Dane to like stop bothering us. We're playing, and he looks at me, my friend, and he's like, 
don't you ever treat your younger brother that way. He's <laughs> your most important like friendship that you can have. It's like a 10 year old. And I'm like, I got super repentant and I was like, yeah, you're right. I went and found him and was like, and then ever since wow. then, like he's always hung out with my friends. That's he was great. always welcome. So I, I got like scolded by a fellow 10 year old. That's what friends and are it, for. It man. worked. It, yep. Yeah. Jonathan Chapman. Him. Thank you, Jonathan Chapman, if you're listening to ah. this, for saving my brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Chapman. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do love a good like sibling relationship in, in anime. I love Demon Slayer. I love um, Full Metal. Just it's a classic. Mm. Good time for me. So yeah. I like the younger brother. Great yeah. shows. Great, Great shows. shows. Ah. We had a... Uh, we had some new friends over for lunch and they found out I was in anime. She's actually from Japan. And she was like, Oh, you watch demon slayer. And I was like, you bet I do. <laughs> and she, she approved. She really was like, yep, that's a great anime. Keep watching it. So it I was like, good. okay, there you go. Got the approval of a random new friend that I made. Yeah. Perfect. That's now huge. I can die content. That's huge chest. That's huge. It is huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, y'all have any last meaningful things to add to our lovely time tonight? Any, any fan theories? Oh, go ahead, please. Uh, no theories. I'm just going to say some bold things about the show. Nope. Uh, before 7 and 8, I was really liking this show. I am now loving this show. <laughs> eight, ep- eight episodes <laughs> in, I I've been eating it up. It's it, the story's great, the characters are great, the concept is great, the the connection to the characters that we know either from movies or shows or books is close enough that it's like oh cool, but they're all still like a unique, different, almost like it's an anime flavor. Loving it. So right now I'm all in and I could see this show uh, continuing to go up in the charts. We'll, uh, we'll see boys. Nice. Cool. Do you have any thoughts uh, to follow that for yourself? Well, uh, very similar. I think this show is great. Uh, love is a strong word, Ben. It is. So I'm not going to say it quite yet, but no, I think it's a really good show and I think it is very <laughs> underrated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's made by a pretty major. I was excited for it because it's made by Production IG, which has made some powerhouse animes. Uh, I know, Haiku but like being, it, Haiku being one of them. Very true, and I just feel like it wasn't. It still wasn't very, hyped very much. Like no one's really talking about it, so I'm surprised because it is very good. You're, you're accurate. It's true. Agreed. I'm actually, I'm actually curious if. Uh, is there more to come would be a curious question. Of After mine. these 24 episodes? Yeah. It's hard to say. We don't know how it ends. Maybe say. that wraps off perfectly. Yeah. Hard to say. Interesting. Uh, another thing that's hard to say, but not hard to say Super today. I, so uh, at our Thanksgiving get together with all the Stratman family, I was telling Ray and my brother, they asked me what I'm watching and I was like, I'm going to tell them about Moriarty because yeah. I think it's just really good. And I was, I rewatched seven and eight today and I texted my brother. My brother doesn't watch any anime. I text him today and I'm like, 
I honestly, I could be way off, but I think you might enjoy this show. Um, and he said, I actually downloaded the Crunchyroll app after. Uh, what? And he's like, and I was thinking of watching that one. So I think he's going to check it out. So nice. Unbelievable. Nice. This will be, be Ben's seventh <laughs> guest or whatever. And I know. Justin and I are still I mean, only if, on one if he each. Gets- <laughs> if he gets into it, I'd happily. I don't even know if I've met your brother. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't really. Know if you have either. I've met your, I've met your cousins, because yeah. you have yes, quite a few cousins have. that have been down here in North Carolina for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of your cousins. Uh, wait, David lived close to your, like behind your parents. Yeah, the, no, they <laughs> lived in the. They lived on this property in the house that I moved into when I came down here a long time ago. But uh, no, oh, that's not a joke. No, no, no. they they when he got when (laughs) he got married, uh, he had a he he had had, um, gotten to know my family really well. And they were like, hey, newlyweds, you all want to rent this how we got this house. You can rent it for cheap. Uh, And they did that for quite a while. Just kind of a good goodwill thing for newlyweds in their community. And they, he lived on the property in the house that uh, Gene is renovating right now. Um, that is that he's going to move into. So like that house. Wow, is, that is crazy. Had Ben's cousin in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, I I got confused. There was another family that I thought was also your cousins, but they're not. So anyway, um, I would. I would very much welcome your brother being on the show. If he got into the, if he got into the show, I would even like bring him back on to talk about it. If we had already finished it or something like that, that'd be fine. I, I thought about that actually. It might be cool to like talk through it again and, or yeah. well, let's, we can talk about that off air, but yeah, yeah. Um, I already guaranteed him a theme song. So <laughs> <laughs> was that your hook? Was that your hook? You were like, Hey, you get a theme song out of the deal, yeah. buddy. You can use you this as your ringtone for forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Well, the audience will also remember because of how these uh, episodes are airing, uh, Ray, because Ray's already been on the show. Ray, Ray. At this point, yeah. Also, one of my favorite my favorite theme songs. So, there you go. I showed that to Pow, and she she died. She loved it so much. <laughs> she was very excited for for Ray's episode since they that were close friends in college. But um, yeah, it was good. It's a good episode. Everyone go back and listen to our Dragon Ball episode with Ray. Fantastic episode. Uh, oh, it was so good. Such Ooh, a fun it's, a lo- it's a long one. I was long-winded on that. A lot of questions. It was a long one. But Ray Dude, it was so good. handled it's it so like fun. a champion. Yeah, he did. Those episodes are longer, though, Cole, because we have four people. That's, that's yeah. a lot more content gets added, especially, I guess, because you want to highlight them. So, Right. That was I good. Mean, when it's Good. long for us, we're just talking about nothing. <laughs> so, you know. Right. Only half yeah. of this hour 15 has been on Moriarty. So <laughs> That's probably <laughs> true, actually. Yeah. But that's why people listen, I hope. Um, yeah, they so. listen to us, not the shows. It's true. Yeah. Maybe. I do Oops. love when... Do y'all, do y'all randomly get... Like, it, it doesn't happen often, but I sometimes somebody will randomly just be like, hey, you know... I love that episode that you were doing. I was like, do what now? You listen to it? Uh, never. No? Not like <laughs> your waiters your waiters at Wendy's? Nothing? No? 
waiters at Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's? That's the oh. only restaurant I could think of. For... I, like that. <laughs> I said Darn waiters it. at Wendy's. <laughs> that is a pretty good, pretty good joke to make, though. Waiters at Wendy's. Yeah, Man, that I is something that was actually funny. Hey, thanks. Once, oh, yeah. No, there's the wink. Yeah, that was from a while ago. If only, if only he would have said something else. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, now I'm, now I'm trying to think what I was supposed to say. Yeah. Oh, you Are didn't still, say it. So y'all still playing bingo? Is that what you've been looking down? You've been playing bingo this whole time. What are you talking about? Playing bingo. So help what me, kind of bingo? If y'all are playing bingo, <laughs> I'm gonna come through those cameras. Bingo for what? Yeah. Of things that Chess says on air. We've talked about this. Oh, I remember talking about ago? it. How long ago? Well, that was I don't a while remember. Ago. I have no idea. <laughs> and it might have been in in our lost episodes that we've just was... discarded. Oh yeah, that we just scrapped yeah. this just scrapped episodes. <laughs> we'll never know if we talked about it. Yeah. Everyone's anyway. like, what are they talking about? Yeah, anyway. It was like one episode you did like twelve of your things. It so was we jo- joked about doing bingo. Scrapped episode. Anyway. Anyway, for the sake of our guests, we will wrap it up here. Cause <laughs> we literally are talking about nothing now. But thank you for sticking around to hear it. Did y'all um didn't want to cut y'all off as we're meandering? Did y'all have any last final thoughts? You're good to go? Cool. Cool, cool beans. Well, we will wrap up. Uh, we've re- we do really love this show. I didn't get to say it. I didn't need to say it, but I'm in the same boat as them. It is climbing the charts for me. It went from liking it to extremely liking it. I don't know if I'm at loving it yet, but I definitely extremely like it. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, these next couple episodes, 9 and 10 on Three Dads, talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when those three guys love guys start having kids? Dads and so become fathers and each have kids. Went on the different ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three dads, three dads talking about anime.